Hello everyone. My name is Suwali from the Stein Monogastric Nutrition Laboratory at the University of Illinois. I'll be discussing effects of dietary amino acid concentration on digestibility of amino acid in soybean meal and soy protein concentrate fed to green pigs. This work was presented in 2020 ASAS Midwest meeting. Let's start with take-home messages before we go over to the presentation. First, values for the standardized ileal digestibility, SID, of amino acids are not influenced if dietary crude protein is less than 26%. Second, values for the SID of amino acids in feed ingredients may be determined below, at, or slightly above requirements without impacting results. Because of microbial fermentation in the hindgut of pigs and almost all amino acids are observed in the small intestines, digestibility of amino acids should be determined at the end of the ileum for an accurate estimation of amino acid absorption. However, when we collect the digester from pigs, both diet and basal endogenous origin amino acids are included. Therefore, by correcting the apparent ileal digestibility, AID, for the basal endogenous losses of amino acids, standardized ileal digestibility, SID, values can be calculated, and these values are additive in mixed diet fed to pigs. One of the reasons values for the SID of amino acids are additive is that the values are not affected by level of amino acids in the diet. However, Diet used in the previous data did not contain extreme levels of protein that is very low or very high compared with the requirements of pigs. And it has not been known that the level of protein or amino acid below, at, or above requirement affects the SID of amino acids. Therefore, the hypothesis of this experiment was that the SID of amino acids is not influenced by dietary crude protein even if dietary amino acids are below, at, or well above the requirement of pigs. One source of soybean meal was prepared. There were five experimental diets. First four diets contained 10, 30, 50, and 70% soybean meal to contain about 5 to 30% crude protein in diet. To determine the basal endogenous losses of amino acids, an M-free diet was also formulated. Linear and quadratic effects of adding soybean meal to the diet were tested. A total of 30 pigs with approximately 31 kg of body weight were used and fed at liptum. Pigs were randomly allotted to the experimental diet, and there were six replicates per diet. Ileal digestors were collected for two days after four days of adaptation. Jumping to the result, let me set up the slide first. The horizontal axis represents inclusion rate of soybean meal in diet 10, 30, 50, and 70%. The vertical axis represents the AID of crude protein and amino acids in soybean meal in percent. As soybean meal in diet or dietary protein levels increased, the AID of crude protein, lysine, 
methionine, threonine, tryptophan, and valine quadratically increased. Other amino acids showed the similar trend. This increase in the AID of amino acids can be explained by a greater proportion of endogenous nitrogen and amino acids in the iliar digesta if protein level is low. Therefore, the proportion of endogenous nitrogen and amino acids in the iliar digesta is reduced as dietary crude protein increases, which results in an increase in the calculated value for AID. Now, we are looking at the results for the SID values and same are set up for this slide as before, except that the vertical axis represents the SID of amino acid in soybean meal in percent. Even if soybean meal or protein levels increased in diet, the SID of amino acids were not affected. This was what we expected because we have learned that values for the SID of amino acids are not affected by dietary protein levels. Then what about other amino acids? Results from this experiment showed that the SID of crude protein, histidine, lysine, leucine, phenylalanine, and threonine linearly or quadratically decreased as soybean meal increased in diet. By adding soybean meal into the diet, not only protein is increased, but also other nutrients are increased. For example, oligosaccharides such as stachyos and raffinose levels are also increased by increasing inclusion levels of soybean meal. Concentrations of stachyos and raffinose were approximately 5 and 1.5% respectively. To eliminate effects of oligosaccharides from soybean meal, Experiment 2 was conducted with soy protein concentrate, which was believed to contain less oligosaccharides than soybean meal. This was because the low molecular weight sugars are removed by alcohol extraction during production of soy protein concentrate. Analysis data showed that concentrations of stachyos and raffinose in soy protein concentrate were approximately 3 and 0.4% respectively. Let's move on to the experiment 2. A total of 6 diets were prepared. First 5 diets included 10-50% to 50 of soy protein concentrate to contain from about 7-32% to 32% dietary crude protein. The last diet was an M-free diet that was used to determine the basal endogenous losses of amino acids to calculate the SID values from the AID values. As experiment 1, linear and quadratic effects of increasing soy protein concentrate in diets on digestibility of amino acids were tested using contrast coefficients. We utilized 24 green pigs and allotted them to 6 diets using a quadruplicated 6x2 Latin square design with two periods. Pigs were fed at three times maintenance requirements for energy. Digester samples were collected for two days after five days of adaptation. Moving on to the result, let me set up the slide first. The horizontal axis represents the inclusion rate of soy protein concentrate in diets and the vertical axis represents the AID of crude protein and amino acids. The AID of crude protein 
and most amino acid quadratically increased as soy protein concentrate increased in diet. This result is the same as experiment 1, and the reason the AID values were increased can be explained by the different contribution of the basal endogenous losses of amino acids in diets containing different levels of amino acids. Moving to the next slide, where the SID of amino acid in soy protein concentrate is present in the vertical axis, the results showed that values for the SID of arginine, isoleucine, leucine, methionine, phenylalanine, tryptophan, and valine were not affected by dietary protein levels. And we can see that there were more amino acids that are not affected by dietary protein level in experiment 2 compared with experiment 1. However, there were a few amino acids that were affected by increasing soy protein concentrate in diet. The SID of crude protein, histidine, lysine, and threonine quadratically or linearly decreased as protein level in diets increased. Results from both experiment 1 and 2 indicated that the SID of some amino acids is affected by dietary protein. Going back to the result from experiment 1, where the SID values were decreased by increasing the inclusion rate of soybean meal, we reanalyzed the data without the last diet. This was because most decreases were found in the last diet. Without the last diet, where 70% soybean meal was included in the diet to contain about 30% of crude protein, no linearity was found. This means that if diet contains less than 22% of crude protein, the SID values are not affected by inclusion level of soybean meal. Looking back to the results from experiment 2, where the SID values were decreased by increasing the inclusion rate of soy protein concentrate because there was a big drop of the SID of amino acids in the last diet. We also reanalyzed the data without the last di diet. Without the last diet, no linearity was found. This means that if diet contains less than 26.6% crude protein, the SID values are not affected by inclusion level of soy protein concentrate. Let's move into conclusions. Results from the two experiments indicated that the SID of amino acids are reduced if dietary crude protein concentration approaches 30%. But more amino acids were negatively affected by dietary crude protein level if soybean meal was used than if soy protein concentrate is used. The SID of amino acid seems not to be affected if the dietary level is less than 26%, which is well above the requirement, and this means that pigs have a high capacity for digesting proteins. The implication of this observation is that the direct procedure may be used to determine the SID of amino acid in a wide range of feed ingredients. Specifically, these data indicate that the direct procedure may be used to determine the SID of amino acids in cereal grains and other low-protein ingredients that are often used in diets fed to pigs. In the first experiment, 
We started with soybean meal, which contains a lot of anti-nutritional factors, including oligosaccharides, fiber, tricin inhibitor, and so on. Therefore, by adding more soybean meal into the diet, not only protein, but also other nutrients increased in the diet. Therefore, the effect of oligosaccharide was eliminated in the second experiment by using soy protein concentrate. Next experiment shall be conducted with soy protein isolate, which does not contain any oligosaccharides and trypsin inhibitors, and with casein and crystalline amino acid that does not contain any anti-nutritional factors. I would like to acknowledge everyone from Dr. Stein's lab. And if you want to learn about our research that we are conducting in the Stein Monogastric Nutrition Laboratory, please visit our website or you can search Stein and Pick on Google. Thank you for listening.